0: Welcome to Journey on the Fly, the podcast where we talk about fly fishing and life. Let's get at it, right? Hey, welcome to the first episode of the Journey on the Fly podcast. So I'm not going to get into what is this podcast going to be about, except to say that life and fly fishing, right? The two things that matter the most. Well, I guess it depends on what a person means by life. Nevertheless, the first episode, um, I want to take a couple minutes um, to really just introduce myself and why I'm getting in the game. What I mean by getting in the game? Well, this first episode, I just want to highlight and answer the question that coincides with the release, the public release of my website and guide service. And the question is, why start a guide business, right? I'm sure there's guides out there that are asking themselves that question now and have may have been doing it for years. And I'm sure that there are guides out there that could tell me as I've spoken to a number of them, how rewarding it is. And they could give me a hundred answers to this question, but this is personal. And I wanted to Be personal. I want this podcast to be personal from those that I bring on and and myself. So let me just break this down. There's a couple things that I've been thinking about. Let me kind of give you the backstory. So the truth is, over the course of the last five years, this has been something that has been prying in the back of my mind and then the depths of my heart. And I know that may sound weird. But I think that any fellow guides, and I use that term loosely because I've taken people out over the last 10 years of my life, but it has been friend on friend kind of thing, just free and trying to get people into the sport. I haven't taken any money, you know, off the books or anything like that because I do that really out of respect for those that are doing this for a living, such as hopefully myself will be able to accomplish. So it's been in the back of my mind, right? This thing's been stirring around. Well, I'm a very big self-doubter. I don't promote self-doubt, but I am a self-doubter. So I grew up blue-collar. I've always been blue-collar, and I will always be blue-collar. And I say that with a sense of pride, but I also say that with the idea in mind that I don't want things handed to me. I don't want to have a business that I just lay back and watch it roll. That's not me. Maybe there's people out there that that's them and that makes the world go round, and that's great, but it's not me. I have always been the grunt. I've always been the, the janitor, the guy that fixes the stuff, the guy that, you know, lifts the stuff. Most of my friends know me and most of my friends come from or are already and still in that world themselves. From landscaping to carrying thousands of pounds a day to whatever it is, right? The grunt. Um, so that's kind of where I've been stuck, both mentally and, and literally for many, many, many years. And I can stand here today and say stuck because my mentality was I will never be able to do more. Well, here's an interesting thing that I've discovered about talking to a lot of other guides and you know watching them and reading articles and things from them. And the truth is, is that, well, that's the definition of a guide. He is the grunt he's the one that goes to the dirt for you or for lack of better terms to the water for you, and he serves those people in a way that is fit and that treats people better than uh, they are sometimes I mean that's the truth, right I mean sometimes we treat other people uh, less, and I'm sure I won't counter people like that, but the guide is the person that treats their clients or from here forward as I like to refer to them, my guests, with great dignity and worth. And that drew me to this world, to look at it harder, to think harder about it, to educate my to continue to educate myself more, listening to other guides, asking other people questions, bearing down hard on and, and hoarding on to every word that some of these folks say so that I can continue to make myself better for my guests, right? So the last two years, two and a half, three years, I've kind of accumulated this mindset of, okay, maybe I can make this happen. And I've had some some kind of false alternatives or false uh, um, starts come my way. And I kind of just took a step back and said, okay, if this is going to happen, it's got to happen because my family's behind me. And because I'm going to give my best effort to make this happen. And I remember standing on a stream while guiding a friend for free. And he asked me in kind of, you know, no mixing of words, if I could do anything and be anything, what would I do? And I told him, I said, if I could combine my passion for creation, for the outdoors and God and fly fishing. I could die a happy man knowing that I would be doing one of the most fulfilling things I could ever see myself doing. And then I shrugged it off. I shrugged it off because, well, that grunt self-doubter dude knew that, you know, there's no way that I could ever make the step forward. Now, I hope one day, 10 years down the road, I could be telling you this same story with the enthusiasm of a successful fly fishing guide. I don't know that. I don't know what tomorrow holds I do know that I have a plan in front of me and I plan on executing that plan to the best of my ability and whoever wants to stand in my way well please don't because I'm not going to take it kindly uh because I'll hear the reasons that I really want to do this now I want to make a caveat here yes I mentioned God yes I mentioned creation So if you're listening to me and you don't agree with those things, that's okay. I'm not going to preach to you while you're fly fishing and I'm teaching you things. That's a little on the ridiculous side. It's kind of entrapment. But if you want to have those discussions on the stream or the drive to and from, I'm open to that. But that's just it. It's the building of those relationships that really is the foundation for anything going forward in the world of a good guide in the hopes that you come back or in the hopes that you remember that time on the stream. Not just what you learned, but who taught it to you, right? So, that's where I'm at. I'm at that point where, if you're listening to this, I've launched this business, I've made it public, and if you would, I would ask you to please find my website, which is journeyonthefly.fish. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I was able to lock down .fish that is sick. That is awesome. Nevertheless, there's four to five major reasons that I decided to take this step. The first one is my family. Now, there are guides out there that if you hear this, I know you're going to say, you're going to be doing this seven days a week, 365 days a year. That is a potential uh, reality if I choose to put this in front of my family. Yes. Yes. But I refuse to do that. I will fail at guiding if my family does not come first. 100%. I stand behind that. So I will have, how does it benefit my family? Well, the first way that it benefits my family is when I know I take a a, a guest onto the stream. And I am their liaison to the, the critters in the stream and the world of, of, of hydrology and so forth. And I am... In between the go-to guy that is introducing these two worlds in hope that they can have some kind of symbiotic relationship, right? That there's a give and take. There's a hopefully a more give than a take, right? That that fulfillment of teaching somebody new tactics, new tricks, new new skills, a new way to therapy, right? That <laughs> I always described fly fishing as uh, George Costanza learned from his dad that it's it's my serenity now moments right it's it's where I go myself sometimes to get away from crazy and just commune with uh, um, God to be completely honest and it's where man connects back to nature in some very intimate wonderful ways so doing that as a job and yes it's going to be hard I know it's long hours I know it's early mornings AKA what my life has been for the last 30 something years, right? Only now, hopefully it's set on a course with passion and with fulfillment, serving my guests. And I bring that home rather than frustration, wondering when I'm going to get to see my family or if they're going to be asleep when I get home or uh, you know, do I get this whole weekend off, or do I get paid for this holiday, or whatever? Right. The second is monetary, right? You wouldn't do a business if there wasn't some kind of financial uh, um, aspect or facet to it. Now, here's what I am aware of, because right away I can already hear the the, the thoughts of some people like, "You're not going to get rich doing this." Was never my point. If you remember how I started this, I said I was blue collar, and I will always. Be blue collar. And there's a lot of reasons to that. I'm not going to get into this discussion, but it doesn't take much for my family to thrive. Now, in this economy, it's taken a lot more than what I got coming in, but that's the interesting thing. If I can make this thing work, if I can serve guests on the stream locally and abroad, in a sense, abroad as far as beyond my local region here, then it won't take very many of those. guest guide relationships full day or half day or whatever and, and another interesting thing I'll talk about later this two hour intense tactics program that I began to kind of put together in my head today that I'll actually be making what I make now and it won't take much to surpass that and I know my work ethic I'm not going to sit here and talk to you about that that's a, a bit arrogant actually it's very arrogant but I hope Will, that will come out to my guests right and it will come out in the passion and the drive that I have for my family and for uh, my guests so the third reason is I love to serve right I love to give more than is ever expected of me and I don't mean that in an arrogant way and I don't I, I, you can take it any way you want but hear me I don't mean it in an arrogant way I I love to serve I love to give which means I'm constantly trying to fill myself up with more knowledge and more ability. I have plans that in the next six to nine months, if things are successful, and if it's a year, that's fine too, to send myself to a high-quality guide school. I've already selected and it's already been uh, um, discussed with with, um, a previous student of. And let's say I got 10, you know, uh, let's say this year I just thrive and I learn 100 new things to be a better guide, there's always more to learn, right? I think if we're honest, there's always more to learn in fly fishing. And fly fishing has that way of teaching us about life. So if I can serve people better by more knowledge and more skill acquisition, why wouldn't I do that? Why would I be arrogant to say that I know it all or I could just figure it all out? I don't want my guests to be my experiment. I want to educate and 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 drive the passion that I have for this by knowledge and and taking the abstract into the concrete, by taking the the, uh, uh, um, theory and putting it into actual ground, you know, boots on the ground work. The fourth reason is my passion, which I hope comes out in this. You don't meet too many people that are fly fishers that don't have passion for the sport. Well, my passion is deeper than just the sport. My passion is for what the sport teaches, what the sport conveys in its uh, aesthetic and what the sport, where the sport takes us and what the sport can teach us about the, the hydraulics of a creek and the, the life and the, 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 the instinctive choices of a trout and how to, how to hone your skills. How, just so much that so many you are going, yeah, 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 I know exactly what you mean there, Right. And then the fifth thing comes back full circle to what I said at the beginning of this, just in different words. I'm built for this. I'm not built for the indoors. I'm built for the outdoors. I've spent my entire life to this point working outside at some capacity. Whether it's delivery, whether it's landscaping, whether it is a business that I had a few years ago that I just couldn't get off the ground because it was just too niche of a business, that I tilled fields and planted trees and uh, you know, ran thousands of pounds of fertilizer around and all this other stuff. And you know, what little bit of time, you know, I, in, in comparison to real farmers, I grew up on a farm when I was younger, and those things taught me and made me who I am today. I'm a blue collar man with a blue collar ethic that loves his family, loves God, loves his country, and loves people. And I love to serve people, and I want to introduce people to this sport, and I want to help them become better at this sport. Maybe better than I could ever be, right? Maybe that's the same goal we set for our kids. Um, We should set as people in any business, in any position we hold. So, family, finance, I want to serve people. I have a passion for people and this and my family and so forth. I think I'm built for this. I'm a blue-collar person, and I probably will always be that in many ways, and I don't think there's a thing wrong with that. So I hope you enjoyed kind of hearing where I'm at and answering that question from a personal point of view, why start a guide business. Let me say one more, uh, a couple more things. I'm not starting this to be cutthroat. I have friends that are guides. I'm not doing this to take business from them, but ultimately that may happen over time, right? It's just capitalism. It's the good thing about being able to live in America and start a business and hopefully do well in it that if you're doing well and the other people can't take a guest out, then they turn to me maybe and, or maybe we all work together somehow. That would be fantastic. But the reality of it is is there's a lot of people coming into the world of fly fishing and one group of guides or guide can't take them all. And that's okay, because that's hopefully where I begin to fit into this whole thing. I'm not standing here saying that, well, I know it all, and I'm going to be the best guide there is. I'm going to be me, and I'm going to take people out and hopefully create a a skill level and a knowledge level and a tactics level in people that they can go out then and create their own I'll never forget this moments on the stream with their, uh, with their family, with their friends, and so forth. So this isn't me saying, I'm going to come get your business. That, that's not it at all. I respect every one of you that do what you do. I'm just asking for a little bit of that back, I guess, right? I feel like an old man some days. I'm well into my 40s, almost 50, and uh, part of me just needs to do this as well. And I hope that, that alone maybe inspires some of you guys listening out there. So, I appreciate your time. I hope to bring you on this podcast some really great guests. I have some people lined up, some people who have designed and built rods, um, some CEOs of companies, and some more people just like me, some other guides, and some people who have gone through hell and back. Because remember, this is a podcast about life and fly fishing, and we're going to talk about both, and I hope that you enjoy it. Till the next time, keep your lines wet and your hooks in the fish's mouth. God bless.